Ah, c'est ça, ouais. Konnichiwa, and welcome back to another week of Japan Rugby Weekly. This week, I'm at my house, first time ever at our house. We got Ben, the second fastest man in Japan, and HBC, the Skuxus, Skuxa, Skuxland. <laughs> Let's go! <laughs> oh, well, great uh, intro. I thought you were going to say um, HBC. One, two, three. Yeah, top plays and just mm. run off the Straight like Skux or Skucks. Skucksland. Skucksness. I uh yeah, I wasn't sure if I was gonna go with an insult or a homegotuba or compliment, but then I decided Well I thought you could have oh this is, could be like another Japanese word of the week, but shami kinda of pops to mind really quickly. Like um remember H was actually named to play on the weekend last weekend <laughs> and then he um he was doing some squats and hurt his back. And so Shami boyed out and then had to had to pull out and then this this Monday, so like a few days later, has been named to play this week. <laughs> it this like doesn't one, come to clarity. <laughs> the one the one day injury. <laughs> Fun times. So yeah. shummy just means a fake mm. injury, does it? A fake injury person? I don't know. What you don't know the yeah, I thought the, that the was translator a, not Yeah, I thought you were talking about um Shambikla. I bet, well, this has been in multiple teams I've been in, but like mm. if a guy kind of gets injured, but isn't actually injured, you know, like gets stretched off and then he's like next day training. Oh, maybe. The, the term that's been thrown around is shummy, mm. shummy boy. Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. When you guys are saying, I thought you just, um, <laughs> Inside yeah. joke. Um, no, I, I had no clue what he's like, saying either. This has been at different teams. Like this, yeah, isn't, yeah, yeah. this definitely isn't just a Mitsubishi word. That's no, certain. I think um, it's probably just a word that I've, you know, I always believe what everyone says if they're injured they're injured so i've never probably had to learn that word so that's probably why but yeah um, well yeah, um, i think our friend makoto rindi's also running a, a shami isn't mm. he he's shami shamied he's shami timed too isn't he no nah, well he got he did his calf and then oh mm. i've got quote like my hands doing quotation marks and but like did his calf and then went and had to go get a scan on saturday and you know and then the scan showed no injury <laughs> <laughs> Where is it, Dan? Well, he went and got one earlier and it said no injury. And then they're like, oh, maybe they scanned the wrong part, the MRI, the wrong part. Go back. And so he's had to go back again on a Saturday and rescan it. Still show no injury. So he's, he's nice. kind of like, oh, I guess I'm, I'm not good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, yeah, because first I was like, I don't, I haven't heard of this. So I'm worried we're going to say something that jeopardizes the team, but then it's just fake injuries. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So, uh, like I said in the intro, we are at my house for the first time ever. Um, had a cheeky curry. Yep. Had some, um, what is it, caramel corns. Oh, what a treat. That's an absolute um, treat. Any time I don't have to cook is mm. a treat and a bonus in my book. So yeah. I'll take that. I had like a, a tray of mints out ready to go for a wee spag bowl. Oh, nice. But I'll tell you what, I'll take a, a nice homemade curry over there every day of the week. Yeah. Um, curries are... Yeah, I always prefer cheeky Japanese curry to other curries just because that's what oh, I've yeah. grown up on. So. What about hungover on a Sunday, very dusty, you're coming around 1pm and you're walking down the street to get a feed because you're definitely not cooking anything. And then on one side of the road, on the left-hand side of the road, there's Indian butter chicken naan with a mango lassie. Oh. Or right-hand side of the road, like a um, cocoa curry. I'm cocoa curry every day of the week. Really? Um, but maybe go over just to get the lassi. <laughs> I reckon, like, as far as hangover meals go, you can't go past a wee, like, thousand yen 
butter chicken naan mango lassi combo yeah that combo is good turning oh. left every time oh, you guys crazy. and you feel like absolute rubbish <laughs> um for cocos you can get you know the different spice levels but yeah, they're yeah, all well, like real artificial spice like um especially at that place i'm not sure i don't know what they add in but it's like huh would you like a level eight spice and, you, and it's just it's just spice <laughs> The, oh, I, de- I definitely like cocoa curry, mm. adding a bit of cheese into the curry as well. But oh, I don't know, like a butter chicken naan just hits different sometimes. Yeah. Nice. No, so I guess it's just because I haven't really grown up on it that much. Like, never oh, hardly ever I've definitely been grown up on Indian food, but like, you know how sometimes, or even like when you finish on a night out, but immediately finish, you're like, you in Japan, you dabble in a ramen, mm. you know, like a good tonkotsu ramen. But back home, you know, a kebab probably is a yeah. kebab's your late definitely, night option. Definitely yeah. go to a. Yeah, yeah. And I definitely, I think. On that culture, the next morning feed is normally like a, a butter chicken naan. It's probably one of my go-tos as far as a hangover meal. Goes. What did I have? We always used to have. There was like this. Cocoa curry. Um, no, there was <laughs> over here. But I, I mean, that was the only two options. Over here, it's still pretty go for. What would I go? I used to always have skia on the beef bowl. Oh, with sukiya. cheese. Um, cause there was it's a healthy option. On the way home. So because they open like 24-7. Um, just make the last train because I'm a good boy. Um, and then. At the station, there's a skier, and I'm in there uh, just with all the other drunken salarymen. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, you walk home, and I feel great the next morning. So it's definitely oh, yeah, it's a good option. Yeah, well, I, I'll be honest, I don't really dabble much in a sukia, mm. but it definitely doesn't cross my mind as far as a hangover meal goes. I have skier yeah. way more than cocos curry, even though I like cocos curry. It's just I can make you're on a health kick, than, aren't you? Isn't that why? Mm, yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, and curry is easier to make at home than. I'd say, well, maybe not. Yeah. Gyudon for me seems harder to make. Yeah. So, but no. Um, Meat pie and a Powerade goes down pretty oh, well too. what am I talking about? Yeah. Most of cheese pie. Mm. Oh, yeah. Kebabs are like really, more really like a, Yeah, like the 10 a.m. Like you've woken up. Yeah. You just go down to the local bakery. Or even now, I'll tell you what, in New Zealand, the, the petrol stations, mm. actually, most of them offer like a pretty half decent pie. Yeah. But yeah, local bakery for a good solid steak. I go for like a pepper steak. Pepper, pepper steak, steak, pepper steak, cheese oh, yeah. pie, and a blue Powerade. Oh, nice. Normally two blue Powerades, actually. They, yeah, yeah. They get you back on your feet pretty quick. Yeah, blue But Powerade. I will say the Pakari sweet tier, I always say this, a curry pun in Japan is kind of like a pie, and the Pakari sweet is kind of like a Powerade. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like the B option, but nice. it's, you, just, you, you get what you can in yeah, Japan. Yeah, curry, especially because you can get like the deep fried curry pun, like the yeah. bread, and those ones are quite nice. If you go to like there. a bakery as well, where mm. like, like an actual bakery over here in Japan, like most of them do like a very, very nice crispy curry pan with mm. very good meat in the middle. Yeah, yeah. You just can't get the blue power right. <laughs> just get a, yeah, calpis. We, yeah, um, pokari sweat. Mm, um, yeah, nice. I think uh, that's probably, yeah, not bad. That, is that your... Bans Asasume. Um, it wasn't, but oh, should I make it this way and then I can save up the one that I actually had for this week for next week? <laughs> yeah, nice, nice. You got so my bans. Asasume for this week was what... Um, Hangover, hangover cures, mm. well, not cures, but go-tos. Curry. So you can hit a butter chicken naan with mm. a mango lassi or go to the local bakery and grab a couple of pakari sweats and a curry pan. Yeah, nice. Oh, actually, I only get two curry pans, if mm. I'm being honest. But, like, if you go in the morning, like, 10 a.m.-ish, a lot of the stuff's freshly baked, too, which yep. is just all time. Like, freshly baked bread is delicious. Mm. You know, they normally have quite a few different options, but, yeah. Oh, yeah. A curry, a curry pan for kiwis. 
is effectively almost like a pie. Mm-hmm. Maybe probably not as good because you can get kind of butter chicken pies and stuff in NZ as well. So yeah, it's yeah, kind yeah. of like that. But it's just it's like a pie. pie. It's just like a Japanese version mm. of a pie. Okay. It's like fry bread, but yeah. with pie in it. I mean, sorry, with pie in it. Yeah, <laughs> with curry in it. Yeah. So, so there, there, there you go, Ben's Yeah, beauty. Um, should we go into some rugby chat? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Round the grounds, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take us through it. I Douglas. need to make a round the grounds. Oh, Everything's just like chica chica. <laughs> get around the ground. <laughs> um, so there was. I'll go local. Yep. Um, but there were cheeky seven, I think, games yeah, locally uh, preseason games. Playing. I just. Go through them. The first game, the old uh, NRL under-20s game with no defence. Uh, we had Cannon Eagles against uh, the Shizuoka Blue Ribs. Cheeky 55-47 to Cannon. 100-point game. Um, How good. But again, you can't really read into especially Japanese preseasons with like 60-player squads. Just so much turnaround, so you never really know the full story. Um, I think but, a lot of the time you can, this is like a little tip, but you can kind of look at the first half score. Mm-hmm. A lot of the time... Most teams will play like their A team or their starting team for like the first 20 to 40 minutes, not sometimes just so yeah, 20, 30, 40 minutes. And then the second half kind of make, make some changes just at mm-hmm. this time of the year yep. where you're coming closer to the, the business end of the preseason and the start of the season. So, you know, teams are trying to, you know, get their combos right and stuff. So mm-hmm. the first half teams are a bit stronger. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think uh, now you're probably going into like more than half of the game with top teams and then uh, a bit more. I guess last 20 to 30, a bit more change. Mm. Um, so the first half normally can be a bit indicative of what kind of the, the, the teams, or sh- the team strength or where they're lying. Mm-hmm. But again, it also takes us, you know, sometimes 20 or 30 minutes to get into a game and for yeah, teams yeah. to kind of figure each other out. And then it's that last 20 minutes where teams start firing shots. Mm-hmm. So for the next couple of weeks, we're just taking the scores at half time and be like, yeah, yeah. okay, sweet. <laughs> yeah. This is it. There's only, this a couple, the teams are running. There's only a couple of weeks left anyways, isn't yeah, there? Yeah. yeah. So that's why, uh, yeah, I think. I don't know the scores you they're probably gonna get, or at least like you said, the first forty to sixty minutes is maybe more indicative of it. But then there's a lot of people who don't have their a lot of teams who don't have maybe the international and stuff like Suntory who yeah. don't really read into too much as well. But um we also had Toshiba against NEC, thirty five twenty four to the Brave Lupus. Yep. So um fairly close ish game. Yeah. Uh had uh the Verblitz. 45 against uh, the Hino Red Dolphins 12. So and the Toyota Derby. Yep. Uh, that one was Cheeky Div 1, Div 2. And that was a very, I'll say this, I saw the halftime scores are very close. Like, wasn't it 19 12 or something? Oh, yeah. Or maybe 14 12 at halftime. Like, it yep. was very close at halftime, and then mm-hmm. the second half kind of blew out a little bit. Yeah. It looked competitive at least. For yeah, sure. No. The Toyota Derby. Yeah. Yep. I always get up for it. I uh, had the. Uh, Corby Steelers against uh, Kintetsu, 52-38, another high-scoring uh, mm. game in that one. But I had uh, Timmy Lafayette at 10, I think uh, Mike Ledwin, Naomape at 12-13. Yeah, so. Very yeah. solid backline. Mm-hmm. They had, um, like, that backline was pretty much almost their full-strength backline, minus mm-hmm. Yamanaka. Mm-hmm. And it? the uh, 10, who's uh, maybe Korean-born 10, who's yep. starting for Japan, or oh, who started for Japan yesterday as well. But yeah. Um, yeah, and then I also had us against Kubota, a cheeky 47-7 win to Kubota. So, um, I thought you'd just try to lie. And <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> go, go the balls. <laughs> Seven tries to a Ben. Um, but yeah, it's a... Yeah, not see, our finest game. Yeah, see We've what happens when it counts, I guess. But, but I mean, like you said... We'll it, be back. We'll be back. 50 minutes. Um, it was 19-7, I think. 
so kind of blew out in the end a yeah, bit, but yeah yeah i don't um, want to say anything but mm. yeah, it's it kind of unfortunately blew out in the end there but we were um at least competitive the kind of game was you know in not in our hands but like was mm-hmm. there for us to be competitive and then unfortunately kind of got away away from us at the end there yeah so that's, um, that's footy it's uh you just got to win the one that counts eh? yeah. so the, yeah. the review wasn't pretty that's for certain. <laughs> well, fun days for um if anything's indicated i had 13 meetings today <gasps> so um, including one-on-one so i mean maybe i've got 13 meetings every monday i've never counted but um this one seemed like it felt a like a long day for you yeah it was a it was a long half day yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't get so. home till about six thirty. Mm. So. Yeah, she was a jam-packed afternoon, eh? So yep. Yeah, flat out. Yeah, nice. Uh, Trying to our money's worth out of all of us now. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we had a Div Three battle: Cuden against the Red Hurricanes. Yeah, um, that was the battle winning. of the South, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, Nineteen fourteen to Cuden, so a pretty good win for them. Seeing yep. as uh, Red Hurricanes, obviously having lost a few players, but last year we were in Div One, so. They also um, signed a few as well. You mm, know, like got a, got a bit, they signed a bit, of, experience, a bit yeah. of experience. Nice. Um, and also uh, Black Rams got a good win, 31-21 against a Sun Goliath. But I think that also shows, like Panna, you lose, they lose all their international players and they've still got a pretty good team. But maybe Sun their depth isn't quite there when they lose like their seven or eight Japan international yeah, players. Yeah, they're also so. missing... Um, Samu Karebi, mm. which I think is a huge loss for them. Yeah, yeah. And um, they don't have Damien McKenzie there anymore, mm-hmm. who was replaced by Cruden, who's probably not the same kind of player as McKenzie. Yeah. You know, McKenzie really suits their high-tempo footy that Suntory play. I'll be very interested to see how Suntory go this year, actually. Yeah, yeah. But that's, I guess, a conversation we can have later on in the year. Mm-hmm. But um, obviously, I think Viblitz, they've... Also, haven't done that many signings, but mm-hmm. I, I think I recently saw they signed a lock or something. Yeah, like from England, Joe Launchbury, I think. Yeah, uh, English lock. I think he's had like a million uh, tests for England or something. He's quite um, accomplished. Uh, yeah, yep. quite experienced. But I think he's probably from one of those teams that kind of disbanded in England. Cause it's oh, yeah, you reckon he was going signing. cheap Toyota yeah, picked yeah. him up. Um, no, that, that's a good pick up. No, yeah, I'll be in, like I said, I'll be interested to see how Toyota go and Suntory, both mm-hmm. teams that I don't think of. Uh, well, more Suntory just miss it losing Sam Kirby, yeah, to be yeah, honest. Yeah. It's just a huge loss for them. Um, but, I mean, yeah, like you said, can't read too much into the preseason games. No one's necessarily going out there to win as more to prepare to win yep. from December 17th. So. so teams are still definitely trialling, obviously, players and combinations and also just different maybe game plans or, you know, um, shapes and stuff like that to just kind of um, put the finishing touches on small things. Mm-hmm. Most coaches try not to show their, their hands too early in the piece. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I saw when Santori put that up there, Instagram, they're like, what's happened? Like, uh, it's a um, nanny gata kind of thing, like, what's happening? And uh, terrible performance and stuff, because uh, obviously they expect Well, yeah, they're one so. of those teams yeah. that, you know, are expected to yeah. consistently have been top two in Japan for a long mm. time. So you, I think even the fans and everything almost just expect them to win most games until the finals come around. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think they're wanting them to push on, not... You know, even preseason games lose to, um, like, I guess, a team that was ninth or whatever <laughs> last year. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it's a but no, very busy round. I think there's probably going to be another uh, few weeks. Uh, sorry, a few games again this week. Uh, yeah, we've as, got like the, said. The, the Battle of the DD this yeah. weekend, don't we? Yeah. Are we playing for something? Is that up yeah, on the there's, a, there's silverware it's, on the... Yeah. There's silverware. Yeah. Oh, no, Battle of the, the DD trophy between the Dinovores and the Dolphins, the Red Dolphins, so... 
Good. I think uh, it's a special match or something for them as well. So it's at a stadium. It's a. Um, oh uh, yeah, they trying to get like a little bit more 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 peace out of this. Yeah. So we can just leave it to be like a fifty fifty thing that we um, share. It's like how we had the fiftieth anniversary against Cannon and it was kind of oh, like yeah. a paid thing uh, to get in. Um, I think this one you got to pay to get in as well. So um, hopefully see a bit of a crowd there. But wow. if you're around, uh, I think it's Musashi. Kosugi something stadium, or, yeah. So um, it's uh, is it the one by the one we played at last year? Uh, little, oh, it's like a ninety-minute trip from our grounds. Oh, so fun okay, times. It's definitely not. Yeah, so you're definitely taking the week off. Uh, you're gonna, you're gonna come yeah. up. What was it? Shammy boy, yeah, shammy, gonna, big shammy, big shammy. Shammy. Yeah, oh, yeah. Awesome as that. Unlucky. Um, but yeah, I uh, also had a bit of news of the week. It's not Japanese, uh, rugby related, but um. Rugby news of the week. That's not. Um, that's a new one. Um, this one was just a random thing I saw, and it was in Japan. Like none of the houses are like insulated. Um, they're all just like real cold <laughs> thin, and, and hot. Thin. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, depending on if you're in they summer, ref- they would just reflect. They'll like magnify what the temperature is outside. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but then the uh, Yuriko Koike, who's like the governor of Tokyo, is like a. If you're trying to stay warm while cutting energy bills, wear a turtleneck is what she said. So that was um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and a hoodie or just a turtleneck? No, just a turtleneck. That's um, all you need. Is it's, that I'm not? I probably should be more like aware, but is that because um, like the whole Ukraine war and all that, and gas is is just the cost of heating and everything mm-hmm. electricity are just a lot higher at the moment. I think um, like so yeah, there's a few things that are coming in that are more expensive, but also um. With like a few of the earthquakes and stuff that happened and obviously not using like nuclear power over here. Um, there's one power plant or something that's not nuclear that basically does all of Tokyo. And I remember in summer, they were like, we might do scheduled power outages like at night because we don't have enough power to like charge or everything, like yep. all the aircons and stuff. Cause there's so many aircons and all that going through. So maybe it's just like a, um, try and. You know, you guys can save power and we can save power. You guys will save money. Help us help you. (laughs) By wearing a turtleneck. Um, So I say, uh, Tokyo encourages residents to wear turtlenecks to save energy. So um, very um, interesting. eh? um, Yeah, I'm not sure how good they'll go. I mean, just, uh, yeah, I don't know. Just have another blanket or something. It's probably better than turtlenecks. Yeah, I was sleeping in a turtleneck would be niggly. Mm. But, I mean, I'll, give it, I'll give it a go tonight. And see you guys yeah. <laughs> I've never. Maybe should we bring out a turtleneck um, t-shirt, like with our yeah. merch? Because obviously we haven't worked. They're, they're back in fashion now, aren't they? Mm. No, I have no idea. But fashion normally goes around in circles, so yeah, I'll be yeah. in fashion at some point. Put it with a blazer and away you go. Oh, yeah. Fun times. Well, that um, could just be a party idea. Yeah, well, well it could be. Come back to that if you're uh, wanting uh, Japan Rugby Weekly <laughs> official turtleneck. Um, let us know. Otherwise, if you want a t-shirt, we're all wearing t-shirts, but. Uh, what do you guys reckon? The uh, white. Uh, I always love a good white t-shirt anyways. Mm-hmm. This will probably make a, um, a showing in Rapongi in the next yep. couple of months, I'd say. I mean, that's, <laughs> maybe I should have put the QR code on your one. <laughs> Just as a, um, yeah. But um, I might actually, uh, I've got this one and the black one, but they're kind of made to order because I don't, I don't really have room in my Japanese apartment just to stock hundreds of shirts when we're going to probably sell three. Um, so, uh, but yeah, it's a, I mean, feels all right. If obviously, if you want to help me go from minus uh, eight hundred dollars to seven hundred thirty, because I think we make literally three hundred yen per shirt. 
So, I mean, it's not necessarily, don't do it if you're only doing it to support us, I guess. Um, only if you want a shirt, because, yeah, just do whatever you want, really. Um, <laughs> just Doug, buy the Doug shirt. Doug wouldn't mind going more green. Yeah, yeah. maybe I'll be able to buy another um, curry pun. Yeah. Something like that, so a gourmet one. Uh, I mean, we also, this, I've never actually said this before, but my um, page on, like, my actual website for my podcast has actually got a place to put donations so i mean if you ever wanted to help out the boys uh um, yeah if you wanted yeah <laughs> mikey if you wanted to give us a million dollars slash 20 percent of your yearly package um go for it yeah yeah let us know and um yeah just i know we might be able to get an editor or something and then we'd actually <laughs> be able to make good podcasts and um this has gone very niche i'm gonna stop talking now but, uh, you can chat. Uh, we can go over. Um, there's also one important game with the old Japan versus France. Mm. If we go outside of Japan, outside of Japan, obviously there were lots of internationals getting played. Yeah, yeah. Um, <coughs> we can go over, over Japan first, I guess. Mm-hmm. I we were having a chat earlier, and I was still saying that I reckon Japan would be pretty disappointed with that. They played well in parts, but like I said, they're, yeah. they're like my standard for them is so much higher now. Mm-hmm that I think they would have hoped to be a bit more competitive in certain areas. It looks like they just switched off a couple of times. I'm wondering if maybe the tour has just got a bit long for them. Like there's a bit of mental fatigue mm. going on Yeah, for a few of the boys. Because they've been in camp for a long period yeah, of time yeah. as well. Yeah, right? I don't think people like <laughs> Japan, I think the international team probably have some of the longest camps, if not the longest camps in the yeah. world. Yeah. Like, they're away for a long time. Yeah. They've been away since they had that All Blacks test. Mm-hmm. They'd been in camp, you know, a couple of weeks before that. So they've been, you know, they've been going, they've been away from their families and stuff for a while now. Yeah. And I, I think for the young guys, traveling is pretty cool. But for the older guys, you know, it, it takes its toll. Pretty lame. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know if there's a bit of mental fatigue going on, but I do think that Japan traditionally have very strong defense and normally well set up. And they look like they switched off a couple of times and there are a couple of soft tries in there that mm. I think they wouldn't be happy with themselves with. Yeah. 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 True. Because uh, officially, just going on score thirty five seventeen to France. Obviously, like I said, France a good team. And a few years ago, we said this last week, we were like, oh, right you know, down, we'd be happy with that yeah, score. Yeah. But yeah, I think now that Japan have shown that they can compete at a high level, you kind of just expect them to to do that every week mm. that they play against these big teams because they want these games. And so, if they're going to keep getting them, they have to be competitive. Mm. Yeah, they still had showed off a little bit of their Tony Brown. What's the word I'm looking for? Like, oh, just Tony Brown factor or whatever. Tony Brown um, experience mm. yeah, with um, a couple of good, nice set-piece moves <laughs> and a, a set-piece try. So, mm. you know, they, they yeah, are. Yeah, a couple of those tries, they just went through untouched. Eh? Yeah, they, just, are, they, like, they are working out teams' defences and stuff and they can throw punches. But, yeah, I'd like to, I think that they'd want to tidy up their defence a little bit in some, mm-hmm. in some areas. Yeah, yeah. It's just about being able to do it, like, consistently, yeah, because everyone knows that they can be a threat now, so it's not going to be, like, catching South Africa off guard kind of thing. Yeah. Yep. Um, but, yeah. Just, uh, I guess, that's the test of being a top tier one team, I guess, yeah, and every week. Test their depth a bit too. They're, I reckon they're quite fortunate. They haven't had many um, big injuries that have taken mm-hmm. out some key players. But, you know, guys' bodies start getting tired on tours like this and you have to start testing your depth a little bit. Yeah. You know, you can't just play the same team for 80 minutes every yeah. week. And so maybe that's also getting tested a little bit as well. But, I mean. They, one guy that has been, I've been watching a little bit is um, uh, Riley. Yeah, 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 man, he's just like gone Unreal every way. week, strength to strength, and playing yeah, like some yeah. awesome he's, footy. He's he was already a very good footy player, but yeah, he's kind of taken this test series and and his stride and yeah, you know, improved every week. Did, different factors. Did I see fourteen on his back? Yep, 
Yeah, so, did he, I? so he moved um, out to the wing for that game. For Matsushima Kotaro, who uh, obviously is a bit smaller. Um, and then <laughs> Not by much, eh? Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> on, um, what did I say? But just, Riley's got a bit of toe. Like, so he's not mm, slow. Like, he's, yeah. he's a quick man. Um, well, I think uh, I put it on the Instagram, but we got a, a message from Glenn Brown, who's uh, who lives in Kobe, expat in Kobe, but he sent through a um, article that said Matsushima uh, weighs 178 kgs and he's been replaced by um, center Shogo Nakano, who's 186 kgs, and Dylan Riley, 187. So, um, yeah, they've obviously been Big enjoying boys. their life. Yeah. Um, but yeah. it's just not quite big enough, so he got moved uh, to the bench. But Living um, up in Pere. It's just, uh, yeah, they're from I, Japan I times, I think. they also, uh, Dylan's a very good defender, and he reads the game well, and I think maybe that was a big reason of why mm-hmm. he went to the wing. I like just because the wing has a lot of different roles. not saying that the wing's a really hard position to play, but it is. <laughs> but, um, there's a lot of roles you've got there with, you know, reading... Um, Attacks. Yeah, reading the attacks because you're kind of the last guy and you only have to pick up a few different mm. jobs with, you know, teams that like to put kicks through, you know, the crossfields and, you know, all those other different options. And I think they know that Dylan reads the game pretty well out there. So mm-hmm. I think that might have been a reason as well. Yeah, sure. Well, yeah. I'm um, sorry. I said Japan Times is japantoday.com, but I think it's a pretty easy, uh, like a, not a cop out, but an answer to give if somebody asks you why and you're like, oh, this guy's a bit bigger against a physical team kind of thing. Um, and obviously that could have been the reason, but uh, if anyone's, you know, over 170 kgs, then you'd happily play them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, on the wing. Yeah. No, I think because France do enjoy putting those little, a uh, few little chip kicks and a mm-hmm. few grubbers and stuff in behind the defense line. So they wanted something that maybe could just, uh, that, you know, read, read, can read that. Yeah, yeah. But nice. uh, I have no idea. That's just my opinion. Yep. No. That's um, what we're here for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. That's why uh, uh, we have the three loyal listeners who listen. Um, our our parents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, sweet. We also want to uh, get our weekly message from the coaches box. Got a message sent through on um, Instagram. Yep. Um, about uh, the women's World Cup. Obviously, New Zealand beating England uh, in that in New Zealand. To become champions. Yep. Um, but we just, I'll just quickly read through this message. Uh, said, <clears throat> so it's from James Simpson. And he said, first, thanks for doing the podcast. I've been listening for a few weeks now and love the banter. Don't know Ooh. how much banter there is. Oh, so, good. Um, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, yeah. um, I'm a rugby dad living in Japan, bringing my daughter up through the local rugby school on the other side of Kanagawa. Uh, she's still in primary school, but already dreams of being on the international team here or in England. As Kiwis, how do you feel about the Women's World Cup this year? And did you watch the final? So, uh, yeah, first, awesome that he's got a daughter that just wants to play code and mm, yeah. wants to represent the country. Yeah, That's yeah. pretty cool. Um, I reckon. Mm. Um, I didn't watch the game live because I watched the Japan versus All Blacks game mm-hmm. because we're obviously based in Japan and I've got a little bit I'm invested in seeing how Japan goes and obviously New Zealand. And it's also free to air here, eh? So you can yep. watch it on local TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So I, I watched the replay of the All Blacks game, the, the sorry, the Black Ferns game the next day. Um as far as how I feel about the World Cup, I mean, unfortunately, I wasn't in New Zealand to go, but mm. from all accounts, from all my friends and stuff, it seemed like it went really well. And I personally think it's really good for women's rugby, like having these sold out games and stuff like that. Um, I, th- I think I read somewhere that all the women got a $25,000 bonus just oh, for yeah. winning the World Cup. Yeah. So, you know, like 
it's starting to show now that when they are successful and they can sell out games that they can start getting these pay rises or start you know getting a bit more money you know that that hopefully snowballs for them in terms of you start getting sponsors and media and that, that's where the money comes from for your contracts and stuff yeah as much as like you know women you know you want to pay women for working hard and being professional unfortunately that's where our money comes from. not in japan but in new zealand the nzru and all that mm, yeah they get their money from these big sponsors and stuff so obviously as their brand grows bigger and sponsors want to jump on board they can start you know growing pay, yeah growing growing these pay packets it's growing really fast in new zealand well around mm. the world as well yeah um, sorry i just uh we all were kind of talking so like man we know what we're talking about but japan played nz the same time as new zealand played wales so it's actually a slightly different game. I think we didn't watch the final because we were just going to camp or something. So, um, yeah, sorry, just... Uh, oh, like we... Oh, yeah, we couldn't watch it live. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. definitely remember I, I couldn't watch it live. Mm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, sorry. Um, but, yeah, like you said, it's definitely growing. Um, it's... Uh, I think... Because I remember the reason why I remember that was uh, people were kind of expecting the Japan-New Zealand game to be a bit more of a blowout than the... Um, the Blackfern Wales game, that's yeah, yeah. right. And then the Blackferns absolutely dominated Wales. Yeah, the yeah. All Black Japan game was real tight. And I remember there were comments on like, man, the women's are playing a way better brand of rugby than the All Blacks kind of thing. And that's something that you wouldn't really hear. Five you know, years ago. Yeah, even, yeah. yeah so. mm. Well, that's the thing that's, you know, you start growing your brand and entertainment and people, you like get people wanting to pay to watch you play rugby. That's mm. that's how it all starts, you yeah, know. Yeah. So it's good on them. And I think it's, it's really healthy and good for the game. And mm. hopefully, you know, it just, Makes the guys want to be more competitive and you mm. know, play a good brand of rugby. Yeah, yeah. start or something. Well, That's I think um, it's always a. It's ne- not necessarily you know men make. I think men make more because more people watch that one. But it seems like more and more people watching the women's game, so they could yeah. you know really close that gap there. So the men's yeah. game has been around for a lot longer as well. Like mm. we started in about 150 years ago. Yeah, yeah. 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 Rugby went, is, and if you think about it, it only went pro. Yeah, 92. Mm. Oh, sorry, 92. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. like you know. And then even then when it went pro, it went big contracts. But, you uh-huh. know, like a lot of guys were still just part-time. It, it took a while before. I think it was only when the Super I don't rate know about NPC. I heard a few of those contracts. No, nah, yeah. Like I heard gate. Back, back in the day. Back yeah. in the day, yeah. Yeah. Sure. But I, I think that was not at the start. Like, that was a little bit later after. On. Yeah. But then when Super Rugby came in, obviously, that's when you start getting international. Oh, there you go. Ooh. The PPP. Um, all right. It's, uh, I'm just cooking some rice. I'm a... <laughs> Japanese person um there's a rice cooker uh, yeah I was just saying super the super rugby you know when that came and you started getting international audiences yeah international sponsors you know really big ones like Investec and whatever like that Japan when, Rugby Weekly and, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's when obviously that you started seeing contracts really start getting big you know yeah. minimum contracts over mm-hmm. like 80k and stuff easy yeah NPC boys just run out on 100 100k like, yeah, yeah, crazy. Mm. Uh, yeah, I heard some stories about like the original NPC contracts from yeah. out the gate. <laughs> but then you also weren't getting topped up with Super Rugby back then either. Mm-hmm. You know, you just have the one that was just yeah, just NPC. Whereas you know, there was a while where guys got to double dip there and get a good NPC, and then a big Super Rugby contract too. Those are the guys who have uh, seven cars and a huge yeah. place like Hofty. So yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, I guess. Uh, to answer this oh yeah thanks james for the question um and yeah hopefully um you know more and more young women see the game growing and uh, like oh you know i want to do that because um i've had one guest on my japanese podcast who played for japan and um went to wasps i think um on 
like for a season just to play over there and just said she used to play at YCA she AC when she was younger and just loved it because she saw the kind of foreigners playing there and um yeah I guess you know when you see people like that you get influence and more influence more influential if it's uh on the international stage and our women doing it as well so yeah 100%. Um, and I mean obviously when you can start making money for it too yeah and you can start focusing it being a pro as in professional sorry and mm-hmm. putting all your time and effort into it you know you you actually start becoming a better footy player as well you know mm-hmm. you can start investing a lot more time and effort into it and i mean it's just good for the game too then they get better at rugby and then you get a better product i know myself when i came to japan i'd only been on semi-pro contracts with mm-hmm. um npc and things like that and when i got to just put all my time and effort into being a rugby player over here it definitely helped me just be better yeah, as no. professional and you know you, you come leaps and bounds when you can just focus on one thing and not worry about trying to pass uni papers. Mm. <laughs> yeah, how good. Nice. Um, but yeah. Great question though. Yeah. Beauty. If you ever uh, want to ask us a question, you can ask on Instagram on Japan Rugby Weekly. You can go to uh, Japan Rugby Weekly at gmail.com. <laughs> um, um, and also, yeah, we've got a Twitter as well. I, I still don't really know how Twitter works per se, but I've got a Twitter. I'm sure I'll get a message if you tweet me or something um <laughs> so what you're saying instagram is the best <laughs> yeah, yeah. instagram or uh yeah um go on the email um i get the emails properly i think so um yeah thanks and i guess the only other segment we've got to do is uh hbc's uh i've, I've got a wee um a pickle play too oh, but they oh, can nice. come and we can put that in put it right there and yeah, keep nice. the people waiting hbc's play of the week i'm ready i'm ready <laughs> How good? Yeah, so we were talking about it before we had our preseason. Mm-hmm. Um, preseason game. Preseason game. Yep. Against Kabota. Uh, my player of the week was Matt Vyinger. So for the people that don't know, we wear GPS units on our back and that records our data, how fast we run, how many distance mm-hmm. we run per game. All high, our stats, high speed meters and high that. speed meters in particular. So <laughs> Matty V got recorded at 14.4. Which meters is per meters per second, <sighs> which is lightning, absolutely <laughs> very, lightning. Very yeah. quick. Man. I think John Travolta Benny was saying lightning. that makes him fast. I'm pretty sure that makes I, him the fastest man on earth currently. Yeah, I think that does, and definitely the fastest player in Japan. I've had, I've been demoted. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what uh, the second fastest man was on the intro. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I have like. Uh, so you were saying, Benny, that. I'm Usain pretty sure you're saying about like runs around 12 something at yeah. his highest speed in 100 meter, yeah. Yeah. So that just shows how fast Matty was running. Yeah. He was. Show, show, show you have a bit of adrenaline in your system when you're trying to chase someone oh, down. Way you go. Okay. Uh, this means that Bolt's speed during the world record run was 10.44 meters per second and uh, Matty V 14.1. That was his average. Mm. Um, yeah, it would have been the average over the 100, but. Um, yeah, and then talking to Matty, and then talking to the GPS guy, um, he's like, oh, turns out Matt's uh, GPS came out only threw it to the sideline, and that's when it got us 14.1. So, um, so Matt can throw things at 14.1 yeah. metres per second is what we've nice. learned. So uh, the um, base stars are coming for him next year. <laughs> yeah. Just a bunt and run. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, how good. Yeah, what a what a player of the week. Yeah, it was a great player of the week. Absolutely. And also second Eight. player of the week was... Mm. Sorry, you want to go? I was going to say, I, after that effort, though, many, like, we kicked it, didn't kick it out. 
and then Kubota attacked again and Matty V was already up in the line for a tackle turnover mm. straight oh, after double that. Double Double, huge double effort. Huge. And then afterwards he went down for, I <laughs> put my hands in quotation marks again, an injury, but the man just, <laughs> his lungs, I'm pretty sure his lungs blew up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. Well, that's fair enough, you know. Oh, absolutely, man. Fair I'm enough. pretty sure that anyone would have to go down for mm. an injury at that stage. That was a, yeah, great pick, great pick. And nice. uh, the other one was just, uh, yeah, Rico Yuani, Yuani when he has got that runaway down the side, and it was just mm. awesome to see him. I was nice in full flight. I was nice to see just that whole play, that whole sequence, actually. Yeah, the nice loop pass. pass that was like a, a crossfield from our boy Bodie. I saw it because I follow the Blues Instagram, and it was like Blues to Blues to Blues. Cause it was like Blues, blues, blues first blues. five to Caleb Clark, who's the winger for the Blues, who then popped like a wraparound pass to Rico, who then just went flying down the sideline for an yeah. awesome try. How good? Oh. How good are the Blues? Um, what about Boo Blues? <laughs> Third player of the week. Vijos in Japan yeah. from Kanagawa. Like, yeah, I um I saw them on Dougie's counter and I just assumed that he'd snuck them in from NZ. Going on a tangent, I did bring Fijos in Japan once, uh, like with my mum. And then, you know how, like, the over here, when you try and go through customs, they're like, do you have anything? And then if you say no, you kind of just walk through with it. But then we're like, oh, we got these from our tree at home. And they're like, <sighs> Yeah, but we didn't take them, so you know, <laughs> so I just had free features that night for dinner. Yeah, yeah so uh, I think the I'm, guy. I'm pretty sure in the past you could just bring anything into Japan. Recently, they've changed that, but my mother-in-law like declared <laughs> and brought through like legs of lamb, like and just <laughs> she just got a whole mutton in her bag. <laughs> she did, like honestly, a whole suitcase of like pork, lamb, like because they live on a farm, so there's a bit of home kill. Yeah, and you know fruits and veg, but all brought all and declared it. Yeah. Mm. And brought it through. And then this time, she just came recently and same thing, tried to bring, and she declared it all and they just took it all off her. <laughs> um, so she just made the Japan I'm more border surprised, control yeah, that, TV show. So they grow <laughs> fe- these Fijoas in Japan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um, my friend Yuji uh, Kitano, he uh, used to play with them at YCAC. He's a physiotherapist. Yep. That's trainer. But he just messaged me out of the blue. Um, and he's like, oh, do you like Fijoas? I've got heaps. How do you have heaps? And he said, like, they grow them over here to place. So, the te- I, think, I guess, like, Japan is kind of similar to J- New Zealand temperature and climate. Mm. So. Yeah. Parts of it. Yeah. But I, I mean, it doesn't yeah. get to 40 degrees in New Zealand. But. No. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Well, yeah. And then he, um, you know, he lives in Chigasaki. So, I was like, oh, I don't know where my next day off is. I might be able to go. But then he was like, oh, I'll just um, takubin them. I'll send it. Uh, and then you service. can do chakubarai. So, you just pay. When it arrives, so he sends it to me, but he doesn't have to pay for it. It's just for me to be able to actually receive it, I have to pay the uh, postal fee. No way. So I I did that. Oh, what's this? What I'm I did this on the weekend by accident. I tucky bin my gear bag home um, because I wanted to have a few jars in um, Tokyo and. I did the same thing, but I didn't know what she'd asked. I could just glance it and I was just hype. <laughs> and then I went to pay. She's like, no, no, you said that you wanted to pay when it arrived. So I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, and I can do that. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's um, so like, but there are a few scams in Japan where uh, people will come home and be like, oh, this is from Amazon. Somebody in your family's done chakubarai. So you have to pay like 
Ichimae or something. And you're and like, oh, this is like, really? And then you just kind of pay. She's like, oh, maybe my husband did or something. And then it's just got like nothing in the box or just something. So <laughs> people would just like try and just get you out on it. So, yeah. I'd fall for that, actually. Mm, if someone yeah. came up to me and was like 100, like a two-man for this box from like, you know, someone's ordered it. Like, oh, yeah. My <laughs> wife lives on Amazon. It's yeah, probably yeah. just another delivery. Um, yeah. So, yeah, Chakubara is a good one. Like I used to do it when people didn't, you know, as a translator, someone's like, oh, can you buy this thing on Amazon? <laughs> like I don't have a credit card or something. And then I'd be like, yeah, and then I just do it Chakubara. And then they'll be like, oh, I had to like pay for it. I was like, yeah, oh, but I, th- I did that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to shout it for you. Yeah. <laughs> um, I didn't know when I was going to get paid. You can Maybe. just say it was Dylan now. That's fine. <laughs> no, it was a Coke Days, Coke Day. Um, but yeah, speaking, speaking of, of Dylan. Speaking of Dylan now. Speaking of the pickle. The Dylan story of the day. The Dylan story of the day. The Dylan story of the day. The pickle play. So our friend, the pickle, has his wife's finally back in the country mm. first of all so he's a very happy man Loving life. and hopefully it means he's not harassing us to hang out with him as often um <laughs> but so i met him in um sorry a rapongi on the weekend at, not at night this was at lunch for lunch and then i was going to help him get on the narita express because he mm. was very nervous about getting on the wrong train and wanted to make sure everything was perfect for his pickup with his wife from the airport and I was like, how about you meet, can meet me in the Pong, we'll go to Shake Shack, and then from there I can, I'll can i take you. And anyway, I said, I sent him the details, I was like, meet me at um, Shake Shack, Rapongi at 12 o'clock, um, and that was it. Mm. And then a little bit later I was like, oh, he's going to mark up, he's an idiot. I'll send him the screenshot of the screenshots of all the tri- different trains he has to take at different times. Yeah. And I sent them all through to him, and then I get like a message at like 10.30 as he's hopping on the train, and he, he's like, oh, I'm, I'm catching this train. And so he's kept the first train, which I sent him, which was Hashimoto to Shinjuku. Mm-hmm. And I told him, okay, one change, hop on the Oedo line to Rapongi. It's super easy. And then he sent me through what he's doing and he's going Shinjuku to Shibuya. I'm like, oh no, bro, I'm, I'm not going to the Shake Shack and Shibuya. I don't know if there's one there that's in Rapongi. He's like, no, 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 this is the only way I know. And I was like, what? And he's like, this, this is the only train lines I know how to do. Yeah. So like he only knows how to go from Hashimoto to Shinjuku. And then like, his next thing that he only knows to do from Shinjuku is to hop on the Inokashira line. Oh, yeah, yeah, so Shibuya, yeah. like he doesn't know how to access any other train line or doesn't confident yeah. hopping. So he just took a train from Shibuya, Shinjuku to Shibuya and then caught a taxi from Shibuya to meet me in Rapongi. And I, he took, the taxi took so long. And I was like, what are you doing? He's like, man, I, I don't know how to, to mm. do it. Anyway, so that was my pickle play for, yeah, nice. for our friend the Dylan the pickle mm. now. But I've shown him now where the Oedo line is. Yeah. And so maybe moving forward, he can catch that one. Um, but like there's like a million ways to get to Shibuya from Shinjuku anyway. Mm-hmm. It's like the Yamanote line's another one yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. So I was real, I was just like, mate, get on. The, once you get to Shinjuku, just don't worry about that Inokashida line. Mm. There's another one called the Oedo line. Hop on that. It's three stops, four stops at Rapongi. Yeah. It'd be sweet. And he just didn't back himself. Um, He's like, I'll just go the way that I know, get to Shibuya and I can taxi from there. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think... um. Like Shinjuku, there's still like one of my friends who came in 2019. I think he's still lost in Shinjuku Station. <laughs> yeah, oh, it is a, a confusing station. Mm. I think, the, especially the JR part. You know how there's mm, the JR yeah, part. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's just like the I think there's like 16 line or 15 lines. Yeah, yeah. Or 15 yeah. platforms, sorry, in the JR section alone. Let alone all the other different lines, mm-hmm. like Odaku, Oedo, um, Keio, and stuff actually like that. meeting at Shinjuku Station, surrenders because you're like, let's meet at the east. Exactly. It's like. 
there's no east here, but they, <laughs> just because they come out of yeah. like, different stations. Like we've only got well, southeast. Well, they say also that yeah, the, the, sh- the new Shinjuku station too, yeah, like, yeah, across yeah. the road. Where some lines like just randomly drop you, out. yeah, definitely a confusing station. Yeah, yeah. I kind of avoid meeting or going to Shinjuku. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll go through Shinjuku to go somewhere else, but I kind yeah. of actually avoid meeting people in Shinjuku. Or even if you're like, we just meet at the hub. There's like four hubs around <laughs> yeah. Shinjuku. Uh, it's like nine. I reckon Shibuya is definitely a better option right? <coughs> if you just go to Shinjuku and then get that on maybe the Yamanote or the yeah, Yamashita, yeah, yeah. and then just the Hachiko statue yeah. in Shibuya. Very easy option. Mm. Because the like dog one, eh? there's heaps of but like the it's always signposted like yeah, Hachiko yeah, yeah. exit, you know, like you can't miss it. Um when yeah. I first came I didn't know about like the dog and stuff and like the story still, of the dog. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, but I was still getting like names and stuff mixed up. So I got off to Shibuya and I was like, Oh, I am trying to get to like the Hachioji stitch statue oh, or something. No. And they were like, This Hachioji's so far away. I was like, No, 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 it's in it's Shibuya. Right here, yeah. And they're like, No, no, no. Um yeah, and that was me thinking you know speaking all right japanese did you want to for people that don't know let them in on the, mm. the story of hachiko so yeah, i don't even know if h knows about no mm. oh, there you go inform me please no, now, this, this is this is, is the story of shibuya station mm. i don't really know like too much of the details but it's kind of just like of a dog who you i think you know was always with his uh his master or whatever his owner and, and his then, master went to war yeah, yeah yeah and um so he's just kind of like waiting at the station the dog oh. waited every day mm. at the at Shibuya Station for oh, his yeah, master yeah. to come back, and his master never came back, mm. unfortunately. But so there's a statue story. of this dog, yeah, because mm. it was a very loyal dog that waited. And it, it's Hachiko. The the style of that dog is a very famous dog mm. in Japan too. Isn't it? like the Shiba, maybe Shiba yeah. Inu or the Shiba Inu. Yeah, possibly. Oh. I'm, yeah, or it's it's one of the Japanese dogs again. I mean, I was calling it the Hachioji statue. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, who am I to tell? But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But so there's like a, a big, not a big, mm. but a statue of Hachiko, the dog. It's at, at right the, next to the scramble way. So. Yeah. It's a very good meeting place mm. for anyone that needs to meet someone at Shibuya. Do you know the scramble? I'll have to check it yeah. out. I mean, scramble is just, uh, you know. Well, the nightclub. Um, oh, <laughs> oh <no. laughs> that, that nightclub doesn't exist anymore. Uh, but, does it not? Yeah. Nah, that's a good little catch up joint. But yeah, well, it did used to be a very popular catch up place. <laughs> that was another place where you could meet people. Yeah. Now, um, Scramble is like the, the big crossing. The crossing, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's but, where the scramble name from that. It's like chicken of the egg, which came first. Definitely the road scramble. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the but the Hachiko statue is just around the corner from mm. that. But where scramble is now, if you just walk a little bit further down and away from the scramble crossing, there's a new, oh, new-ish now. Um, is it Yokocho? Is that what it's called now? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like the side kind of. Not, yeah, yeah, it's like a road, yeah. but it's a very. Uh, this is another Osasumi, actually. But for it's got like heaps of like small mini bars, but, but they're all really, really nice, and it's a really oh, cool vibe. Yeah, yeah, it's a really cool spot if like you can get in early and get a table. Yeah, heaps of different little izakayas, but they all. It's just a really cool vibe there. Worth if you walk, out. if you continue walking on past those little restaurants and then go up to that new building as well upstairs and go up the elevator, there's a big park on top of the building oh, yeah, yeah 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 that place is really really mm. cool too yeah, like, so that that whole area is awesome fairly new mm. and um pretty cool place maybe not for like clubbing or stuff but just like some afternoon beers yeah really cool spot you know um i yokocho yeah because there's yokocho is like everywhere it's kind of just like a side street oh is that what it means oh sorry like I, a side i thought that was the name of this area of yokocho and i was like oh me to the yokocho uh, so that would be like the shibuya yokocho, yokocho or whatever yeah. Shibuya um, Yokocho, or maybe one yeah. of, but mm. yeah, it's a, it's fairly new and it's really, really cool. Yeah, nice. How good. Another Osusumi. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. You well, got two for one this week. Two mm. for one. 
Oh, good. Well, what before we used to get five. But then, <laughs> yeah, I'm starting to run out of <laughs> need to like start spreading them out. Uh, but no, sweet. Um, thanks for coming to my house, boys. And um, I think it's, uh, it's gone all right. Uh, yeah. I've definitely enjoyed the, the hospitality. You know? Yeah, hospitality. Wow. The pick and play. Are we going to mention? And pause. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. Like, so, um, that's up to Dougie, yeah. I guess. Yeah. I think um, I want to, like I was telling Ben, I've got so many female um, like fans, <laughs> you're not deleting the say this bit, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So, if I keep it in, if I uh mention whatever you guys reckon I'm gonna mention, then we we'll might lose 99% our, of our listener base. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. We don't want that, we need yeah. all that, yeah. But the main, reason, listening, yeah. the main reason why you get well, we didn't come to my house for so long was because you guys live real close to each other. So, it's like, should we make two people come really far? Or one person go far. It's actually not that far, though. I thought you were way further than you are. 10 to 15 minutes, really. 13 Mm. took me to do it. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. 13 minutes, house to house, door to door. Door to door, yeah. That was from yours too, eh? That was, yeah. Mm. Actually, even closer from mine. Yeah. So I don't have that much uh, parking. Like, there's so many car parks, but they're all like... Getting to Curtis's place, Loki. Oh, that's that's terrible, That's a... Can't because he's borrowing my car. I had to back in his little car parking. I drove him straight in, yeah, to drop him off. And oh, like out of his driveway, like there's yeah, nowhere yeah. to turn. Mm, like, yeah. you literally can't three point turn in there. That's, that's a tie, terrible, uh, yeah, it's right. terrible. Place. A bit of a stitch up, I reckon, from <laughs> our agency to put him in there, but yeah, it's that, or you stay in a hotel till you can find a place, which is mm. also nigger was fuck. yeah, you know, like they finding- could have found, like, you could have found something. He's yeah, been yeah. signed here for. I reckon he just didn't know to ask weeks. players and be like, "Oh, is this place all good?" He must have just thought it was all good. Like, "Oh, yeah, four bedroom house. That sounds pretty good." Yeah. But you got to remember, like Japan, four bedroom mm. house. It's like four bedrooms over three stories, but only each story is <laughs> yeah, only yeah. got and like one and two of them are like nurseries. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, ten meters. Uh, uh, ten. It's definitely meters. worth doing your own due diligence. And even then, when I picked my place in Hachiorgi, I was like, "Oh fuck, I didn't realize this was on a massive hill. Mm. Like, you can't see like." Topography. On yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get the content. It like, looks like, oh, yeah, there's a straight line to Hutch Georgia Station. It's a mm. fucking, like, huge <laughs> hill. Yeah, how good. Um, it's always a uh, – you look through all the um, the things online, like uh, the Japanese ones are quite good. They always show you where you've got to go, how long it takes to walk for, like, a normal yeah, person. Yeah, but then, on sumo way. Mm, yeah, it actually yeah. gives you, like, minutes to station, but, like – Proper minutes to Steve. And also, like, pictures of the outside and, like, around. Yeah, pictures of, like, close to Jose. What is this convenient around the corner? Lawson, 50 meters. I always reckon, like, a nearby convenient. Even my place, walkable Mm. convenient, but I'd definitely scooter there nine times out of ten. Yeah. It's kind of good not to, Doug's or Sissime of the Week, (laughs) to not have a convenient too close because you just go too often I reckon like well, I, what happens to me like I'm on the couch watching Netflix <laughs> yeah. my wife and I, she just nudges me and just looks at me, it's like doesn't even say anything like okay <laughs> it's like like 10 30 at night I'm doing like conveni run for lollies how <laughs> <laughs> oh, good uh, yeah well our place um they were in now it's like not too far well sheer you know that the other place, place where I parked my car yeah, yeah. that one's you know, do they tow by chance yeah, <laughs> <laughs> might be walking home. Yeah, how are you getting home? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that place has got um, a few snacks, so it's not too bad. But yeah, yeah. pharmacies here go good. They yeah, yeah, they, they have got a few, like, pretty good selection. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's not just like meds. No. Yeah, it's almost I'd, hardly hardly meds at all. Yeah, for a pharmacy, I'd argue it's almost like Kambini, but they sell like more healthcare stuff as well. And, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, all that stuff so you can get proper toothbrushes for not ex- 
yeah, crazy prices. So, but yeah, nice. Sorry, I was going to close tan- it up. Yeah, we tangent that real easy, but yeah. Nice. That's part of the uh, banter that old Hamas James was talking yeah. about. So, had to um, chuck some in for him. <laughs> <laughs> what about toilets? Oh, um, yeah. Uh, thanks again for coming, guys. Um, and this was uh, this was a game of three people wearing merches. Um, that no, merch was the good. winner of the day, and uh, full credit to the merch. Thanks and to the lay the merch out back and merch, merch, merch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you more. Thanks for listening to another episode of the JRW podcast. Make sure to rate and share the pod if you enjoy it, and don't forget to use code JRW15 at the ANR Pro checkout for a fifteen percent discount. Arigats! I'll talk to you next week.